All right, my friends, welcome to 80s Action Pod Instant Movie Review. I just got out of watching Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. And I gotta say, I've heard Rotten Tomatoes has it ranked pretty low. And I gotta admit, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, as I said, I want to give you a little spoiler-free review of it. And a couple things that'll help you, just in case you're not caught up in the MCU or the uh, the Disney Plus shows and stuff like that. But I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantumania is setting up everything for the next phase of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe and your next big bad guy. And if you know the trailers, you know he's they're, they're introducing Kang. And for those who don't know Kang from the comic books, he is a very formidable opponent for the upcoming Avengers. So let's talk about the movie real quick. The movie has a lot of backstory, um, especially with uh, Janet Van Dyne in the quantum realm when she was trapped there for 30 years. So you find out what happened with her while she was in the quantum realm. Um, you also find out what Cassie Lang was doing during the blip for that five years where she was alone. You find out a little bit on, uh, she was going through old writings by Hank and everything like that, trying to continue, um, his work. So, I mean, basically that sets up the movie and they send a signal into the quantum realm you see that in the commercials and Janet's like, stop it, turn it off. And too late. They're already sucked in. Um, it's, as I said, it's a very fun. It's a very different style of a superhero movie, but, um, I mean, it's Ant-Man, Paul Rudd. You cannot go wrong. It has some great humor, some good action. Um, an introduction of an old face as a new character. Literally, you will take that a old face as a new character. If you see the movie, you'll totally understand what I mean when I say that. And it's enjoyable. It's fun. It's it's what some of these movies are meant to be. I mean, I understand like with the DC movies, how some of them are a little bit darker and more brooding and brooding and stuff like that. But this, this is like if you took... The Colors of Pandora from Avatar. And you mixed it with somewhat of the storyline from Tron Legacy. And that's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. In a nutshell. Um, we did. I did not see it in 3D. Um, I bet you it would have been really popping off the screen in 3D. Especially with how good 3D is today. But I, as I said, I don't want to give too much away of the story. I mean, it was very enjoyable. Um, you have some great cameos. Um, it, if you're a comic book fan, it sets up the introduction of the Fantastic Four. Now, if it does so in the movie, no, maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm not Kevin Feige. So... And, but I know in the comics, it sets, it would set up the Fantastic Four. Um, it introduces an X-Men villain 
but I, that was one reason I wanted to see it opening weekend too. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to know if there were any surprises like introducing of an X-Men or a Fantastic Four member or some other people like that. But I really wasn't taken back. Um, there were no real surprises like that. But to really, to really get into the movie, there's a couple things. You've had to have seen Ant-Man 1 and Ant-Man 2, obviously. Um, having watched the Loki series on Disney Plus would be huge. It helps out a lot. And, you know, in uh, Avengers Endgame, they pull off the time heist where they travel through the quantum realm. You realize here they were only on the fringes of the quantum realm. They actually weren't deep inside. So that's something to know. And um, also they talk about the multiverse. So having watched uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness would help. But as a whole, I don't I don't get the hate for it on why Rotten Tomatoes has it ranked so low. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Then again, though, I'm one of those people who enjoy the internals. I mean, there really hasn't been a god-awful MCU movie. So go enjoy it. It's a Paul Red film. You cannot go wrong. My only gripe, and they've done this now a couple times in the MCU. To change a character or an actor playing a character just because they're a bigger name. And they do that with Cassie Lang. Um, the girl who played Cassie Lang in uh, Endgame does not play her in in here and going forward. And with her, you also find out that they're probably setting up the Young Avengers. So, as I said, that's probably my only real gripe is that they changed the character. And I, I, I feel sorry for that girl who started off playing Cassie Lang, who would have been a very, I mean, she would have done well too. I'm pretty sure with the role. So, but other than that, go see it, enjoy it. Who cares what the critics say about it? It's a fun movie. It really is. And as I said, you can't go wrong with Paul Rudd and uh, Michael Douglas is back. And uh, Bill Murray makes an appearance that's not really that big of a secret. Um, the end credit scenes, they they set up season two of Loki and the greater villain for the MCU going forward. Probably for, well, they've already called it. They've already said um, the Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. So that's it. Go enjoy the film. It's It's very enjoyable. It's very fun. Has some decent action, a little bit of foreshadowing, but I mean, as, as a whole, it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. I probably will go see it again, to be honest. So thanks for listening to my instant review until my next one or my next episode, live long or prosper and may the force be with you.